Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 137 of the Department of Offense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlo. I'm here. And Matt. Heidi. Hi, hi, hi. Heidi, hi, hi. All right. Uh, before we get too deep today, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors over at, uh, well, I guess our patrons. They're not, well, I think they're sponsors, sponsor patrons. Us, they're, yeah. yeah. Uh, over AA at patreon.com slash blindnewsstudios.com. Man, our AA sponsors do a really <laughs> shitty job. <laughs> uh, I'd like to specifically thank our black belt patron, Zach Zablowski, for bringing this show to your guys' ear holes. So, yeah, uh, if you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash and become a patron today. We have a very special, uh, I guess, Halloween-flavored show Ooh. for you today. Well, it's kind of special. It's not super special. Well, you're right. It's not crazy special, but it's special enough it's where fun. it's different. Uh, we are going to be reading you some of our favorite scary, scary spooky stories uh, at the end of the show today. I don't know. Do we have a fire for the middle of the table? No, I well, I was like, oh man, I wish we could like dim the studio lights and <laughs> yeah, they, they, we can net, do that. They don't Netflix have to be put, so fucking bright. Yes, they Netflix do. put the 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 fireplace on there again, so we could put it on your computer and the fireplace. But then I can't there. read my spooky story. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we have a problem. We have like fourteen computers, and I need one of them to read off. Of. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what have you guys been up this week, to this week? And Carlos, can you hand me one of these uh, these beers? We'll I guess I'll give you one of them. Okay. You know, I did stuff this week, but hell if I can remember what it was. That's impressive. Wait, you actually did shit this week? Yeah. Like what? I don't remember. Oh, okay. It couldn't have been that important. No, obviously not. You would remember if it was Could I have the other glass that you have there that's really cool? I guess I could. Yeah, we're drinking out of uh, Pitchfork Harvest Fest glasses yeah. today. Um, we have one of the second annuals and two of the third annuals. They have pumpkins on them. Yeah, they you do. could have drank out of the new one he and gave me, me the old one. What? Can you turn me up a bit? Yes. I just seem a little quiet to myself for some reason. I can turn your headphones up as well. Well, no, no, everybody else is fine. Okay. So, yeah, the I did, the harvest glasses are pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, they're. I think these are my favorite pitchfork glasses. Um, I like these. I like the logo on these ones better than the uh, Springfest ones. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. they have like the pitchfork going through a pumpkin, which I think is kind of cool, <laughs> and it has a handle because it's like a one of the, yeah, it's a mug. Yeah, and yeah, it was just a bunch of Oktoberfest and pumpkin ale. So, ale, so. you know what came out this week? The Vin Diesel's new movie where he plays. A, did so you watch stupid. it? No, I want to watch. it. I want to see it so much. Oh too. no, it's, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be stupid, but it'd be a fun movie. The only reason I want to see it is because what's her face is in it from Game of Thrones. Like, uh, I, which one? The you know nothing, Jon Snow. Oh, Egret. Yep. Yeah, it's just a fun, all-around fun movie, supposedly. It's not, oh yeah, it's not smart or anything, but it's just fun, because he plays a uh, immortal witch hunter, and uh, apparently uh, he he's not, like, afraid of anything, and he doesn't... He doesn't I hear it's just, like, like crazy Generally, camp. like, you know how, like, it's all, like, uh, how a lot of times mortals are like, oh, I'm going to get all angsty about this, uh-huh. I live forever. It's not that bad. But it's, there's a little bit, but like because you have to somewhat for most of the stories like yeah. that. But most of he's like he has a nice car. He, he likes fast cars and things like that. So yeah, it's just so oh, he's oh yeah, he fast was, and the furious Vin Diesel with a beard. 
with the Highlander. And hunting witches. Woo, hunting witches! Highlander and Blade mixed together. All right, I'm on board. I'm totally <laughs> sold. It did not take much. So yeah, I, I, I kind of want to watch that movie. So Okay. Are we in a diesel sense then? No, no. He's okay. just he's always making. He's stuff. he's just always there. No, he disappeared for a while. And no, then... no, he was just making uh, Fast and the Furious movies yeah. and the Pacifier. No, that's old. That's really old. The Pacifier is like what? That's still four. That was, still... That yeah. was well. That was after like Fast and Furious the first three movies. Was it after the first three? I thought it was after like the first one or two. No, it's at least after the second one. It's an old one, and yeah. I'm sad that we remember that so well. I never saw the past, <laughs> but it was it was Vin Diesel taking care of babies. So that would be like saying that you know, was, we oh, aren't in a Keanuessance because he just did is, the Matrix, even though there the Matrix is a new Triple like X though. That pacifier time. There is a new Triple X on. Well, the see, way. I and I'd like to be in a Keanuessance, but I don't know if we actually are because we had John Wick, which could have been the start of one, and then there was no follow up. I haven't watched Knock Knock yet, but it looks pretty terrible. Which one's Knock Knock? His new one, where two sexy teenage girls come to his house or whatever. Yeah, they do. And uh, he, they like are trying to push themselves on him. He's like, I'm a faithful father and, mo- Wait a and second. husband. Is this... It's a horror movie. Oh, because well, I was going to say... And then they, like, break... horror movie? This sounds I know, great. right? And then they break into him and like fuck him and stuff. And then uh, Again, they try and blackmail him. I don't know. It doesn't look that great, but it also looks kind of creepy. I don't know. It, looks, it sounds like a porn script it that does. just went way wrong. It does. So I haven't seen that yet, but Keanu Reeves is in it. Yeah. Um, what was I? Oh, uh, there's a new Bill and Ted movie coming out though, I which heard will that. be pretty yeah. great. I got I got a uh, a Stallions uh, shirt in the your loot crate. The, yeah, in the loot crate, the Fighting Stallions. Which what was the name of the, awesome. the uh, school? In that, I, it's been a while since I saw the movie. Because they do they do the cheer, they get everybody to cheer at their uh, performance at the end mm-hmm. by saying. By naming the, it's not Piedmont, is it? I don't remember. Because I, it's been a while. I don't know. A very long time, actually. I don't even think I've ever seen the movie in one sitting. Uh, really? Yeah. You've never watched Bill and Ted in one sitting? Yeah. Man. I remember watching that in high school a bunch. You need to go watch Excellent uh, Adventure, and then if you if you have the time, watch Bogus Journey, but it's not really required. Yeah, I, I think I could skip when, that just fine. When we had those uh like Friday fun day type things when you you know, they wanna yep. let you watch a movie, it was either Bill and Ted or it was Ferris Bueller. So those two movies kind of annoy me nowadays. I still like them, but uh, Ferris Bueller is such a good film. I, I guess I never watched it in school. It was always uh oh, consensual viewing. Yeah. <laughs> just the, the whole <laughs> Constantly just plays that. We uh we watched UHF a lot in high school. UHF, what's that? The Weird Al's movie. Oh. Never saw it. We didn't watch that. Oh, it's so good. So did that have any? It's so mis- bad. Did that have any of his music videos in it? Yeah. Did, is that the one where the claymation uh, lost uh, Jurassic World no. Park one? Oh no, that's a great song. It's the, uh, oh, it's fantastic. I've heard the song actually that's originally based on, and it's far better being about Jurassic Park. Yeah. So, Matt, what else have you been up to this week? Back to the Future Party. How fun was that? That was freaking insane. That was an epic, epic night. I, I was ready for it, but I was not ready for it. Because uh, already Wednesday is a pretty busy day at Emma's because it's Dart League. So I'm like, okay, darts are going to happen. Nobody ever comes to a party on time. Like, everybody shows up at 11 o'clock or something. No, everybody fucking showed up at 7 o'clock, like right when the party started. And they did not leave until bar closed. That was an insane yeah. amount of people there all night long. 
Yeah, no, it was crazy, and it was Pete's birthday too, yep. and so Pete and I both got really drunk. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. Thank God Van came early to hang out and stuff, and then I'm like, he was like coming on at like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Okay. Nope, Van, you're coming on now. Right, we and need you now. That was insane. It was so cool. It was it was just a ridiculous amount of fun. It was. Uh, there are lots of people dressed up and as uh, stuff. So that and was we cool. decorated the whole entire bar to look like uh, Enchantment under the sea, yep. and somebody brought a cake. Yeah, that was that turned out really well. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, I watched Back to the Future that day uh, at work because. Well, <laughs> <laughs> did you see that uh, they were on uh, what's the guy Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, I did. Yeah, they came out on a Delorean and talked about everything. That was funny. Yeah. Oh my! Oh, and USA Today. My mom brought it. It's up in my car. She was in Chicago this past week. I think it was Chicago. I don't know where. But uh, USA Today yep. printed a spoof, so she brought it to me. So like the first page, it was... came out on Thursday instead of Wednesday, which yeah. is a little irritating. But oh well, it was still cool that they did it. Mm-hmm. And it was almost an exact replica, except uh, the uh, in the upper right corner there was a store. There was like a little blurb about a story about Princess Diana in the. Uh, in the in the original. Oh, really? Yeah. And so they they changed that for some reason. What did it say about Princess Diana? How or uh well, no, it said uh Queen Diana visits. Oh. And we're like, yeah, that that can't happen anymore. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> so they changed that up. But otherwise, yeah, it was fairly faithful. Which is pretty cool. Um and the Nike made the auto lacing shoes yeah. that they're only selling at auction, which is complete that's the actual audio base. Yeah, I haven't I haven't looked at it. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, like a vine or something of Michael J. Fox stepping into one. Oh, I'll have to look this up. Yeah, so cool. wait, do they have Back to the Future on Netflix right now? Yes. All right. Or no, 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 I'm sorry, it's not on Netflix. It's on Amazon Instant Video. Well, that's the same thing. Maybe I'll actually watch Amazon Instant Video for once. Yeah, because I, I was trying to find it. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, it's not on Netflix. And so I was I was. Perusing some piratey sites, and then I found I was like, "Oh, I should check Amazon. This is a thing I never look at." I could definitely watch some uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, no, it was it was good. Like, it was, yeah, it was just a fun jaunt down down memory lane. And then I watched, hey, I, you know, the Supernatural like uh, Groundhog's Day episode. Mm-hmm. Is it? Do they play uh, the Power of Love song when they when he wakes up? Is that no, the- they play uh, Asia. All right. Yeah. I don't remember what Asia song, but they play an Asia song. All right. I was wondering if maybe they played the Back to the Future one just to get more references in there. No, that that would have been cool though, yeah. but they didn't. All right. Uh, what else? This week, this week, this week, we played a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, yeah. And I think that's really about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just work and D and yeah, the, and the party. Happened. The party was fun. So much fun. It was my mom's birthday last night. Yeah. So I didn't know what to get her. So I went to Divine and I just bought a bunch of wine. Yeah. I'm like, and so I called, I called like three people. I'm like, hey, what kind of wine does mom like? What kind of wine does mom like? And all I got was fruity and kind of sort of sweet, but not too sweet. I'm like that. That's really helpful. Any brands? Any, any red or white? Yeah, like <laughs> just give me something to go on. So I just ended up buying like four bottles of wine. I'm like, she's gonna like one of these. Did you get her Kendall Jackson? That's a nicer Chardonnay or whatever. I got I, my mom that once for. You could have gotten a bottle of mead in there too. Might as well. I thought about throwing a bottle of mead in there. I, mean, I might have. I don't know. I was just picking things off the shelf that were yeah. in a decent price range. I haven't had mead for well, 
They have like four or five different kinds of mead there. I haven't had mead for a while. For a reason. Yeah, for oh yeah. a reason. That was related to another Halloween day. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I've talked about it on the show. No, you could talk about yeah. chucking a bottle of meat on the show. Oh, well, like uh, so we we, were, we had a Halloween party to get to, uh, Casey and I. I don't remember what Casey was. Was it, no? You were Al Borland that. Year. I was Al Borland that year. It was yeah. a pretty good co- costume. Oh, is that uh, uh, Ellie's Ellie, yeah. Ellie and Serena's? Yeah. And I was uh, we played hammer slogging a lot of hammer slogging. My uh, la- my uh, Captain America costume. I was busy. Uh, I was spending a couple hours on it finishing because I didn't do it earlier. In the week, yeah, of course not. Why would with you? with your tiny ass little shield? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was the best part of it. So I got as as like uh, frantically getting it done. I realized like, hey, we gotta go. Uh, like I saw that it was time to go, and uh, so all right, well, I guess I'll have to. Uh, Actually, uh, that is Carlos's picture on our website. If you go to the about us section, oh yeah, <laughs> it's Carlos hiding behind his little shield. So I, I uh, Casey told me that it was time to go. So it's like, all right, well, I guess I'll. Uh, I I forgot a pregame, because you got a pregame before going to a party, so that way you're not completely sober and you can uh, you don't have to drink as much there. So we still brought a duffel bag full of booze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I had a bottle of meat on top of the fridge that I picked up. I don't know if you had one too. Like the- yeah, no, we I I had about half a bottle left because I drank yeah. half the other night or the night before. So I chugged the whole bottle, and then I got my car, got my car and drove the three bo- blocks to the pl- or three four. It was more like five blocks uh, to the place. And then you got out of the car and it hit you. Oh, it hit me a little later after that. But yeah, it was that's a, when you guys lived in the house closer to. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was a. So, <laughs> so I was pretty drunk. I got pretty drunk. Well, the night. best part is, is we'd gotten our uh, our eviction notice like oh, yeah. a couple <laughs> weeks before, because <laughs> they they sold the house that we that we were staying in. They're like, oh yeah, you guys have to be out in a month, and so like we we had started looking at places, and so the the following morning at like eight a.m. we had to go look at a new apartment. And we were both just hung over as hell. Oh, so bad. I've never been that It was before. It was brutal. Yeah, we went downtown, too, that night. Yeah, we did. I didn't want to. I broke a glass in a bar. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> uh. Yeah, no, we were just having a good time playing hammer slogging. And then my flask got confiscated. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was in my tool belt, and I forgot it was there. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, can I see your tool belt? No. You ever get your flask back? Yeah, I All did. Right. I cir- I circled around and got it back. Uh, cuz they said it there and I and then the bouncer was busy so I just took it and left. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid bouncer. All right. So, let's talk about this beer. Don't even remember a bouncer. You had left at that point. You had dro- once you dropped your glass, you found a ride home. No, no, I I walked home. Oh, you walked home? Okay. I don't know. You disappeared. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So in front of us right now, we have a beer that has a cow riding a surfboard. Well, it's what cows do. Yes. Uh, It's it's called the the Wiscoastale. Like, it's it's a playoff of, like, the Wisconsin coast. It's the Wiscoastale. Um, it's an American uh, pale wheat ale coming in at 4.9% ABV. It's by uh, The Brewing Project, which is based in... Where are you located? I want to say Eau Claire. 
Um, but let, just let me double check here. No, that is just an email address. Brewery. Um, yeah, Eau Claire. Yep, they're in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Um, what do you think so far? It's pretty good, actually. I enjoy it. I've never... This is the first time we've had this uh, brewer. Yeah, this is the first time we've had this brewery. Yeah, I kind of like this. It's not bad. That's not bad at all. What kind of uh, beer was it again? It's just a regular ale. That's it. Uh, it's a an American um, wheat ale. Yeah, pale it's, it's ale a pale regular. wheat ale. Um, so they they have this they have this beer. They have a beer called IPZ, which is an American, uh, or which is a hybrid of a Bavarian uh, Zwickel beer and an American IPA. I don't know what a Zwickel beer is. Uh, there's the Gunpowder IPA. Um, East meets West, a ginger triple. Um, El Dormino Black IPA. Uh, the Expat, which is a wit beer. The Ild Alliance, which is a scotch ale. Farmhouse Lager. Oh, they have some interesting beers. The Stolen Mile, which is just an ale, apparently. With 300 fresh lemons, uh, 300 fresh lemons of zest. And ten pounds of organic basil in each can. I sure hope not in each can. <laughs> that's a heavy goddamn can. Well, I mean, if you're just saying random amounts, like if you don't give like what that's in, that's what it says. A, a, a truly refreshing ale brewed with the zest of three hundred fresh lemons and ten pounds of fresh organic basil. So that means every single ale has three hundred lemons. Oh, and there's no bullshit in that beer. None. Which is, is what, good. Is that what it says? It says no bullshit. Unless, you know, they're... Which implies about. that there's bullshit in the other beers. Well, no, I think they're just uh, lying. Well, especially this one, because it has a cow on it. But, uh... Well, no, there's a cow. Yeah. That means there's cow shit in it. It's very different than bullshit. Th- they're the same No, species. they're not. They're, well, yeah, they're the same species, but they're different. It's the same species, Casey. It's still the same fucking poop. No, it's not. It's the same poop. One is man-cow poop, and one is girl-cow poop. It's still poop. From the same species. But one is bullshit and one is cow shit. I'm not doing this. This is stupid. <laughs> I'm right. It's the same thing. Matt, we need uh, we need an arbiter in here. Uh, what that's isn't that basically saying that a yellow lab and like uh pit bull is not the same shit? No, those something. are two different breeds of dogs. Yeah, those are that's completely different. Okay, that's a completely different thing. Well, then you're then basically you're talking about he doesn't uh, know about cows. I don't know <laughs> a, a male yellow lab and a he female that, yellow lab. That's basically what you're talking about then. No, because those are both dogs. Well, obviously, yeah. but I'm just trying to put now, it towards something, idiot. Now that you're on the same idiot. breed of dogs, yes. <laughs> now you're a little closer. So those are the same shit. No, fine. Hate you guys. Now, if it was one of them brown cows and a spotted cow, then you how now brown cow could say they're different shits. I guess seen as you just said pit bull and lab type things. Well, they I think they well they I think they do have different shaped shits. At least the dogs do. I don't know about. Okay, let's talk about this beer. (laughs) Yeah, we kind of went off track there. All right, Matthew. Uh, I don't think there's much to it. I'm kind of bored of it. And it's not terribly exciting. Um, there's a little bit of hop character, not much. Um, a little bit of wheat, but again, just there's not much to this beer. A little bit of biz- bitterness. Uh, if anything, I'd like more hop character, like more hop flavor. 
because uh, I get the bitterness, but I don't really get any uh, citrus or anything like that from the hops, or even any like floral or earthy notes. Just bitter. It is just bitter. Yep. It's um, bitterness on my tongue. Yes. Carlos, out of 10. I'd give it a 7.5. 7.5? Okay. Matthew? I'll give it a 5. I'm going to go with a 5. Not not a huge fan. Don't think I'd buy it again. There's just, yeah, just something about it just rubs me the wrong way. Though no. I do like the can. Yeah, the can gets an 8. The can gets an 8. Yeah, for sure. Because it is a cow on a surfboard. Plus, that's the whole reason why we bought it was because of the can. Yeah, we did. <laughs> We did. Just buy it for the can. All right. And now the Department of Offense presents News with Casey. That's me. All right. Listen to the banjos for a little bit, and they're gone. Science has just discovered that our new favorite comet, Comet Lovejoy, yes, this is the name of the comet, is flying through space, leaving a trail that consists of alcohol and sugar in its wake. That's right, Comet Lovejoy is officially the party comet, just bringing booze through the solar system. So is confused. the booze the love or the joy part? And I is think, the sugar the love or the joy? I think it, they, they just combine to make love joy. All right. I don't know why it's called Comet Lovejoy. Well, maybe they put some, maybe they it was probably discovered by some dude named Lovejoy or girl. I don't want to. I, I mean, I want to promote females in STEM, but or maybe it was just discovered by hippie. So, so what's going on? No, so all right. So you know how comets have a have a tail. Yes. Like when you see them, and yes. usually it's just ice and whatever. Yep. This one's tail is booze. Why? Because the apparently the comets are made up of ethanol and sugar. Oh, okay. And so it's just a boozy comet that flying is through the solar system. <laughs> Which means we need to fly up there and tap it. Yeah. What does it probably die? That'd be like how much proof? A lot of proof. It'd probably just be pure ethanol. <laughs> and we'd die. <laughs> well, it has sugar, so maybe it tastes like a sea breeze. A sea breeze. So yeah, like if you just take like a, a a drip of it, then you're drunk off your ass forever. Yeah. Cool. It's the party comet, man. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you a New Jersey resident? No. Were you yes. recently expecting a shipment of fifty pounds of marijuana? No. Uh, Did that shipment maybe. not show up? Well, the New Jersey police might be holding it for you. The shipment was apprehended when it was delivered to the wrong home. The owner of the home found the mysterious package outside their door, and because they're not afraid of package bombs, they opened it to find the packing slip and to get it to its rightful owner. And when they opened it, they found just the crap little weed. Police took the package uh, and posted a picture of it to their Facebook page with the caption, If you were expecting these packages and would like to claim them, please come to police headquarters. You know, didn't They we, have had no responses. <laughs> didn't we have a package that kept ending up at our... Pl- on our steps for a while. I don't think so. Maybe. I think I just kept kicking it over to the neighbor's door. All right. I was, cause I was, I was pretty sure that we didn't track down the owner of that. Yeah, no, it didn't have my name on it. Yeah. So, uh, what what was labeled on this box? Like, that's what I want to know. It was an unlabeled box. Then how would it know to get delivered there? It was probably dropped off by somebody. I suppose. You you don't you don't send a package of 50 somebody pounds might. of weed through UPS. I wouldn't put it past them. I mean, FedEx, obviously, mm-hmm. but UPS, hell no. FedEx will deliver anything, though. They're hurting. They're hurting pretty bad. 
Uh, a 14-year-old girl in Virginia has been suspended for a month for assaulting a teacher with a carrot. Apparently, the girl saw the teacher in the hall, reached into her pocket, and threw a leftover carrot at the teacher. The carrot then hit the teacher right smack dab in the middle of the forehead. The girl says that throwing the carrot was a joke. Uh, CBS legal excerpt, expert uh, Todd Stone is saying that the firmness of the carrot could get this thrown out. If it's a soft carrot, it may not be as offensive. What? But if it's a raw carrot, you don't uh, you don't want to have an injury or show that you were hurt. You you don't have to have an injury or show that you were hurt to prove battery. So if you're going to throw root vegetables, make sure they're cooked root vegetables. Oh, wait a second. She's being sued for this? No, she got suspended for a month. Oh, a month is a little much for that. Yeah. Yeah. How old is she? 14. Wow. Suspended for throwing a carrot. A week, I could see. Yeah. I can't even see a week. It was a carrot. Still, I, if they're going to suspend Nobody her, got hurt. She got... The teacher got thunked with... That's detention at most. It's true. Yeah. No. I, I still think that I could see a, a week... Like, a week's harsh. No, a week is... For a carrot? Yeah, it's stupid. Carlos, it's I'm, a root vegetable. It wasn't even. It was. It was a two-inch carrot. And that's if, if they were taking it super seriously. I'd say, yeah, I guess I could see. It was a two-inch carrot. And but yeah, a month suspension is a long time. Like it's. Yeah. It's not like she threw an entire like Bugs Bunny carrot at him. Because I mean that. Yeah, I get that. Like that's that's a foot of carrot. That that's too much be, carrot. Actually, that would probably have been less. Why? Why do you think that would have been, been, been more of a joke then? The, the, no. <laughs> And also probably because it's so large that the teacher would probably even knock it out of the way first. It's hard to miss a carrot like that. So do you? So like, if if I if I shot a teacher with a spitball, would that be a month of detention for uh, trying to like use germ warfare or something against a teacher? I don't know how they hand out detentions. I've never I never actually showed up to detention, so. Well, Carlo, no, you 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 get, you get detention and then you have to stay after school. So I've heard. Yeah, that's like that's all it is. It's nothing terrible, but a month of suspension. This is suspension, not detention, which means you are not in school for a month, which means you fall behind in all of your classes, not just the carrot hitting teacher one. Yeah, I've never understood suspension. Unless it was like something horrible. Yeah. yeah, but a carrot is not a. It should not be a suspendable offense. Oh, that's crazy! It's a carrot. If uh, anything, like send her home for the rest of the week. Like if it happened on Wednesday, then she had to come back on Monday. Yeah, and so like it's, they're gonna have lawyers talk about it now. Ah, one. Uh, no, the, it was just the CBS legal expert. Oh, all right. Who who talked about it? Todd Stone, and his stance is if you assault somebody with a root vegetable. Make sure you assault them with a cooked root vegetable. Who knows? This could be this fourteen year. She could be the biggest troublemaking fourteen year old ever. That we what have if no you had? Oh yeah, true. So. But we're talking about a carrot. Yeah, what I if know, you but, had? Uh, so, she probably has it coming. What if it, you assaulted somebody with a bunch of cooked, like maybe a bunch? We're of We're talking potatoes. singular. We're talking singular root vegetable. Yeah. What all if, right. What sing, if he, all right. So a single mashed uh, potato. No, a single baked potato. <laughs> explodes on teacher's face. In a sock, you spin it around and hit him in the face with it. <laughs> okay, Carlos. <laughs> then you, no, you just added a sock to the mix. And that makes it a weapon. Yeah. So maybe your root vegetables are more dangerous than we thought. 
<laughs> yeah, if you start like packing them in socks like batteries and giving somebody like a soap party, like it's a so single because, potato. Because of the single carrot hit her in the forehead, she gets a month suspension. What happens if she threw a handful of those like small ones and was like, <laughs> what would happen then? Honestly, I hope I hope like there'd this be gets a lot of carrots out, on the floor, and then all the students just start pelting this teacher with little <laughs> carrots. <laughs> There's probably going to be carrots in their desk for the rest of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Recovering alcoholic Adam Hope just put us drinkers to shame after he won the Beerstein holding competition at Decanta Tapas Bar in New Plymouth, New Zealand. Hope was required to hold a full beer with his elbow straight ab- uh, above shoulder height for over seven minutes to be the victor. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Holding a full beer and it'd be like, like a straight big, up like this. It'd be like those beers you get at uh at the Windsor Stoop. Yeah. Those big ones. Those big glasses for seven minutes. Yeah, I couldn't do that. No, it, no, no. I don't even think I could hold the small one like this for the whole show. Oh god no. Or like the next two minutes. I don't know. <laughs> uh he credits his success uh to all the training he did uh a little under twenty years ago. Um, his prize was tickets to an event called Mike's Oktoberfest, a day of festivities boasting craft beer, a sing-along, and an event, and an event that involves flinging a deceased marsupial in the infamous possum chuck. <laughs> yes, that's that's a thing. <laughs> Apparently, in New Zealand, they have possum chucks. <laughs> we got hammer slugging. They, they got, got possum, possum chucks. chucks. I, for them. I think I'd rather play Hammerschlagen than a possum All I pictured truck. was the Goofy you movie. You do you, New Zealand. <laughs> I pictured you the Goofy you. movie where they go to that campsite or whatever, that one place with the creepy little... Oh, the robotic possums yeah. or whatever, yeah. That's terrifying. Los Angeles County authorities are investigating the theft of a human leg from a van belonging to an organ and tissue donation organization. The limb was stolen early Monday while sufferers for the nonprofit One Legacy... Uh uh Stopped for a bite at a downtown restaurant. When they returned to their vehicle, the cooler containing the wrapped and chilled leg was gone. Coroner Mark Mark said in a letter (laughs) to county supervisors that it's likely the thief didn't know what was in the cooler. All right, if you're hauling a leg somewhere, why do you stop for lunch? Like, why would you donate a leg? Like, what do you do with a leg? A single leg. I don't know. Like it's not like you can give trans- it to Usain Bolt. You can't transplant it or anything. Can you? I don't know. No. No. Okay. Give it to a medical student. Why would you give it to Usain Bolt? Isn't that the one? Isn't that the runner with the no legs? No, that's the other one. No, Never that's mind. the guy who's like really fast with human legs. No, but there's, well, there's we think they're human. They might be robotic legs. No, who's who's the runner with no legs? No. With no, you seen Bolt is the uh, he was the guy in the Olympics. Oscar uh, Pistorius. You're thinking, yeah, that's, yes, yes, that is probably somebody else. Yeah, no, no, he's the fastest man on no legs. He is run. He, a he jet ru- pilot. What? So he's a jet pilot. No, no. he run, that, He runs. That's how you be they, the fastest no, he, person on. He runs with these. Well, that's. Not necessarily the fastest man with no legs. I mean, just this about- is the fastest man with no legs on foot. This is the fastest man with no legs. Well, it's not on foot, is it? <laughs> That's fine. On stubs, is that better? Yeah, on stubs. This is the fastest man with no legs. You're the terrible, Carlos. <laughs> You're the turbolist. Just the turbolist. How dare you? 
the man was a hero until he killed his wife or girlfriend. So I don't feel bad about making a joke then. <laughs> yeah, but he kind of got off, so it was fine. Because it was in South Africa and he was white and she wasn't. Oh. So yeah, you shouldn't you should you shouldn't feel horrible at all. Actually, this guy's a terrible, terrible human being. But he has really cool, like, blades for legs. What was that uh, movie that had uh, one of the bad guys had, like, uh, she had uh, blades for legs? Uh, the Kingsman. The Kingsman. Yeah. That was pretty cool. What's yeah, except she could not be sneaky. Half. She needed to put, like, little rubber feet on the bottom of those so they didn't go click, 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 click. Was the guy click, in the click, beginning click, that click. could slice in half? He's a famous guy. Oh, oh, Mark Hamill. Oh, yes. No, no, he got exploded. Oh, he got exploded. Oh. Then I'm just putting those two mixed up. I don't remember. No, you're right. Somebody famous got slit and sliced in half right away. It was cool. I want to watch that movie again. That was fun. That was a fun movie. Yeah, it was. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the news and to our discussion topic, which will be extremely exciting. Promise. How exciting is it? Oh, it's so exciting. Ooh, spooky. Let's see if we can... This is terrible organ music. Yeah, what is, is the organ music like off in the background far away? Somewhere? No, it's supposed to be like storms and... That's better. How long is it? Uh, 52 minutes. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> I could have just had you just go with the Castlevania soundtrack. That would have worked too, but we have this now. Welcome to Blind right. Ninja Studios <laughs> Ghost Time. <laughs> Ghost Time. <laughs> Ghost Time. Ghost. It's behind you. Oh no! Right now. <gasps> it, you should probably close that browser window. <laughs> that actually worked really well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I will start us off. Um, this one is a story that was in, like, uh, one of the stories to tell in the dark volumes. You remember, like, going to, like, yeah. the Scholastic Book Fairs and getting that? This is a clown creature head sticking out of the graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah this this is one of the first uh, uh, stories that actually scared me, like, Wait, that, this, that uh, terrified me as a child. Is this the one that had the horrible artwork in it? Yes. Did you have uh, some terrifying artwork? There's some terrifying yeah, artwork. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the, uh... Oh, yes. Those ones are good. I like that. Yes. Uh, the artwork's more terrifying than the stories, even. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So this story is called Harold. When it got hot in the valley, Thomas and Alfred drove their cows up to a cool green pasture in the mountains to graze. Usually, they stayed there with the cows for two months. Then they brought them down to, to the valley again. The work was easy enough, but, oh, it was boring. All day, the two men tended their cows, and at night, they went back to the tiny hut where they lived. They ate supper and worked in the garden and went to sleep. It was always the same. Then Thomas had an idea that changed everything. Let's make a doll the size of a man, he said. It would be fun to make, and we could pull it in the garden to scare away the birds. It should look like Harold, Alfred said. Harold was a farmer they both hated. <laughs> they made the doll out of an out of old sacks stuffed with straw. They gave it a pointy nose like Harold's and tiny eyes like his. Then they added dark hair and a twisted frown. Of course, they also gave it Harold's name. Each morning on their way to the pasture, they, they tied Harold to a pole in the garden to scare away the birds. Each night they brought him inside so that he wouldn't get 
ruined if it rained. When they were feeling playful, they would talk to him. One of them might say, How are the vegetables growing today, Harold? Then the other, making believe he was Harold, would answer in a crazy voice, Very slowly. They would both laugh, but not Harold. Whenever something went wrong, they took it out on Harold. They would curse at him, even kick him or punch him. Sometimes one of them would take the food they were eating, which they both were sick of, and smear it on the doll's face. How do you like that stew, Harold? He would ask. Well, you better eat it all, or else. Then the two men would howl with laughter. One night, after Thomas had wiped Harold's face with food, Harold grunted. Did you hear that, Alfred asked? It was Harold, Thomas said. I was watching him when it happened. I can't believe it. How could he grunt, Alfred asked. He's just a sack of straw. It's not possible. Let's throw him in the fire, said Thomas, and that will be that. Let's not do anything stupid, said Alfred. We don't know what's going on. When we move the cows down, we'll leave him behind. For now, let's just keep an eye on him. So they left Harold sitting in the corner in the hut. They didn't talk to him or take him outside anymore. Now and then, well, the dog... They left him inside? Yeah. That's the word. They should have left him outside. Right. Now and then, the dog grunted. But that was all. After a few days, they decided there was nothing to be afraid of. Maybe a mouse or some insects had gotten inside Harold and they were making those sounds. So Thomas and Alfred went back to their old ways. Each morning they put Harold out in the garden, and each night they brought him back to the hut. When they felt playful, they joked with him. When they felt mean, they treated him as badly as ever. Then one night, uh, Alfred noticed something that frightened him. Harold is growing, he said. I was thinking the same thing, Thomas said. Maybe it's just our imagination, Alfred replied. We have been up here on this mountain far too long. The next morning, while they were eating, Harold stood up and walked out of the hut. He climbed up on the roof and trotted back and forth like a horse on its hind legs. All day and all night, he trotted like that. In the morning, Harold climbed down and stood in the far corner of the pasture. The men had no idea what he would do next. They were afraid. They decided to take the cows down to the valley that same day. When they left, Harold was nowhere in sight. They felt as if they had escaped a great danger and began joking and singing. But when they had gone only a mile or two, they realized they had forgotten to bring the milking stools. Neither one wanted to go back for them, but the stools would cost a lot to replace. There really is nothing to be afraid of, they told one another. After all, what could a doll do? They drew straws to see which one would go back. It was Thomas. I'll catch up with you, he said, and Alfred walked on towards the valley. When Alfred came to a rise in the path, he looked back for Thomas. He did not see him anywhere, but he did see Harold. The doll was on the roof of the hut again. As Alfred watched, Harold kneeled and stretched out a bloody skin to dry in the sun. Cool. I was going to say, that escalated really quickly. <laughs> He's making grunts, and all of a sudden, he just stood up and pranced on the roof. I was like, that one. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. <laughs> And now he's skinning Thomas. Oh, that's good. I got a short oh, one. Oh, that cat. I got a couple short ones, actually. Okay, uh, read one of your short ones, then I we'll have go to Carlos. Carlos. Go. Uh, it's, he stood against my window. Uh, I don't know why I looked up, but when I saw him there, he stood against my window. His forehead rested against the glass, and his eyes were still, and his eyes were still in light. And he smiled, a lipstick red, cartoonish grin. And he just stood there in the window. My wife was upstairs sleeping, my son was in the crib, and I couldn't move. I froze, and watched him look past me through the glass. Oh, please no. He smiled never more. His smile never moved, but he put a hand up and never slid more. it. Never more. 
His, his smile never moved, but he put a hand up and slid it down the glass, watching me. With matted hair and yellowish skin, the face through the window. I couldn't do anything. I just stayed frozen. Feet still in the bushes. I was pruning, looking into the window. Looking into my home, he stood against my window. Is it a riddle? Sure. <laughs> I couldn't do anything. Is that the answer? No, that's just no, it. It's, oh, so it's the answer was not it's a riddle. I just stayed there frozen, feet still in the bushes I was pruning, looking into my home. He stood against my window. It's terrifying. I don't want him inside. No, he needs to stop that. Is it him looking in at himself, or what's going on? I right think now? it's just his reflection, I thought. Probably is. <laughs> Carlos? All right. Uh, well, my actual story is a bit longer than that. That's fine. It's, uh, it's a short story from Alan Dean Foster called Lay Your Head on My Pillows. And it's set in uh, South America, uh, in the Amazon area. There's been a uh, this man is coasting around all there's a bunch of different countries in South America, uh, and he sees a very beautiful woman married to an old, fat, bald man, who's especially hairy, like really hairy. And the man, old the uh, hirsute man, owns a way station. Up the Alta Madre de Dios. There's a lot of setup to this story. Oh, no, there's a lot of setup to this. All right. So, the drifting man decides that he wants both the woman, who is the most beautiful woman that he's ever seen, and he's he's gotten quite a few of them. Like, he he has a lot of charm. And he wants the way station, too, because it's a rather profitable one, like a bunch of scientists and all people who just go through, pass by it all the time. They hit it up all the time. And so he go so he puts his plan into motion. Picking up the uh beautiful woman by the name her name was Nina is uh Nina was the easy part because he has uh he had a lot of charm. Next though was taking care of the uh husband. So he weighed uh he, so he had a job there. He had picked up a job after he saw uh Nina there. So he waited till it was a day where just him and the and the husband, or on the, on the, uh, <clears throat> on one of the, the river, when he pulls a gun on, and it's rain, pour, it's downpouring, and he pulls a gun on the husband. The hairy man saw it coming and offered to just let him go, let the uh, he could keep the, the uh, way station, he could take, he could even keep Nina because he had figured that the that they were uh, that Nina was cheating on him. But it wasn't enough, and the man shot him, and uh, he fell into the uh, river never to be seen again. So he returned to the way station, giving Nina, who was in on it, the good news that that the old hairy man was no longer uh, part of their lives. So they go to the bed. They he shakes off all, wipes off all the hair that was on the bed, and they make love. Of course, they wake of up course. the next morning. Uh, to uh, make their breakfast, and they, oh, there's hair on the bed again. I thought we, I thought we t- got t- took care of it, so they wipe it off. Like Nina mentions, like how yeah, well, like the hair is, it's always it's, it would just get everywhere. So they eat and they return to he, to the bed, and next morning, hair's there again, and the next, and the next, they. 
as this goes on, Nini starts, her health starts failing. And so does his. Both their health starts failing. And eventually they start, Nina one morning can't even get out of bed. And as he pulls the covers away one morning, er, early in the morning, he sees the Harriers moving. And Nina not is motionless, dead. And he screams. A couple hours later, uh, some of the anthro- some of the scientists that uh, usually stay at the way station come in, and uh, they find the two dead bodies, and they f- see the they see the hairs, and they're like, "Oh, well, they're scientists. They weren't. They actually probably should have been more uh, surprised by the." Uh, Do they even say, "Oh, well, like, oh, like, well, they go investigate like right away." I was like, "Oh, like that's uh, it was a infestation of nematodes." The worst infestation that the the sky had ever seen, but uh, they looked just like hares. So they're killed by nematodes. Yes. What the hell is a nematode? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't look up what nematode. Uh, they're just like <laughs> it's a type of insect thing. I don't. Know. <laughs> What's a nematode? I've heard the name. Roundworms. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're literally tiny groundworms. So round, round, roundworms. Round so they're killed by uh, <coughs> roundworms that look like hares that were th- that got in the bedding. That's terrifying. Where did they come from? Well, they're in the uh, South America in a rainforest. Oh, okay. Carlos's story sense. is scary because it's real. It's real. All right. Well, uh, it could happen. After working hard day, I came home to see my grand my girlfriend cradling our child. I didn't know which was more frightening, seeing the dead girlfriend or the stillborn child, or knowing that someone broke into my apartment and placed them there. <laughs> that actually it ended kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the very last line. <laughs> and then uh, the last one I got right. here. Uh, the last thing I saw was my alarm clock flashing 12.07 before she pushed her long, rotting nails through my chest. The other hand muffled my screams. I sat, I sat bolt upright, relieved that it was only a dream, but as I saw my alarm clock, it read 12.06, and I heard my closet door creak open. Fuck. Yep. All right, uh, we're going to wrap this up, I guess, um, with one final uh, story. We're going to, or at least I'm going to read the Telltale Heart. I need to stop this. Where's the heart? Heart. What? Oh, no. Yeah, because that is how you start this. <clears throat> the Telltale Heart. For a, a second there, Carlos, I thought you were like setting up what you were about to read us. Yeah, like no, the, I was. And then you never went to the book, and I'm like, well, this is a long setup. No, no, I, <laughs> it would have taken like 15 minutes to read it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> all right, <clears throat> The Telltale Heart. It's true, yes, I have been ill, very ill. But why do you say that I've lost control of my mind? Why do you say that I am mad? Can you not see that I have full control of my mind? Is it not clear that I am not mad? Indeed, the illness only made my mind, my feelings, my senses stronger, more powerful. My sense of hearing especially became more powerful. I could hear sounds I had never heard before. I heard sounds from heaven. I heard sounds from hell. Listen, listen, and I will tell you how it happened. You will see, you will hear how healthy my mind is. It is impossible to say how the idea first entered my head. There was no reason for what I did. I did not hate the old man. I even loved him. 
He had never hurt me. I did not want his money. I think it was his eye. His eye was like the eye of a vulture, the eye of one of those terrible birds that watch and wait while an animal dies and then fall upon the dead body and pull it to pieces and eat it. When the old man looked at me with his vulture eye, a cold feeling went up and down my back. Even my blood became cold, and so I finally decided I had to kill the old man and close that eye forever. So you think that I am mad, a madman cannot plan, but you should have seen me. During all of that week, I was as friendly to the old man as I could be, and warm and loving. Every night, about twelve o'clock, I slowly opened his door. And when the door was opened wide enough, I put my hand in, and then my head. In my hand, I held a light covered over with a cloth, so that no light showed. And I stood there quietly. Then carefully, I lifted the cloth just a little, so that a single thin, small light fell across that eye. For seven nights I did this, seven long nights, every night at midnight. Always the eye was closed, so it was impossible for me to do the work. For it was not the old man I felt I had to kill, it was the eye, his evil eye. And every morning I went to his room, and with a warm, friendly voice I asked him how he had slept. He could not guess that every night, just at twelve, I looked in at him as he slept. The eighth night I was more than usually careful as I opened the door. The hands of a clock move more quickly than did my hand. Never before had I felt so strongly my own power, as I was now sure of success. The old man was lying there, not dreaming that I was at his door. Suddenly he moved in his bed. You may think I became afraid, but no. The darkness in his room was thick and black. I knew he could not see the opening of the door. I continued to push the door slowly, softly. I put in my head. I put in my hand with the covered light. Suddenly the old man sat straight up in bed and cried, Who's there? I stood quite still. For a whole hour I did not move, nor did I hear him again lie down in his bed. He just sat there listening. Then I heard a sound, a low cry of fear which escaped from the old man. Now I knew that he was sitting up in his bed filled with fear. I knew that he had, that he knew that I was there. He did not see me there. He could not hear me there. He felt me there. Now he knew that death was standing there. Slowly, little by little, I lifted the cloth until a small, small light escaped from under it to fall upon, to fall upon that vulture eye. It was open, wide, wide open, and my anger increased as it looked straight at me. I could not see the man's face, only that eye, that hard blue eye, and the blood in my body became like ice. Have I not told you that my hearing had become unusually strong? Now I could hear a quick, low, soft sound, like the sound of a clock heard through a wall. It was the beating of the old man's heart. I tried to stand quietly, but the sound grew louder. The old man's fear must have been great indeed. And as the sound grew louder, my anger became greater and more painful. But it was more than anger. It was the quiet night. In the dark silence of the bedroom, my anger became fear, for the heart was beating so loudly that I was sure someone must hear. The time had come. I rushed into the room, crying, Die! Die! The old man gave a loud cry of fear as I fell upon him and held the bed covers tightly over his head. Still his heart was beating, but I smiled as I felt that success was was near. For many minutes that heart continued to beat, but at last the beating stopped. The old man was dead. I took away the bed covers and held my ear over his heart. There was no sound. Yes, he was dead. Dead as a stone. His eye would trouble me no more. So am I mad, you say? 
or so I am mad, you say. You should have seen how careful I was to put the body where no one could find it. First I cut off the head, then the arms and the legs. I was careful not to let a single drop of blood fall on the floor. I pulled up three of the boards that formed the floor and put the pieces of the body down there. Then I put the boards down again carefully, so carefully that no human eye could see that they had moved. As I finished this work, I heard that someone was at the door. It was now four o'clock in the morning, but still dark. I had no fear, however, as I went down to open the door. Three men were at the door, three officers of the police. One of the neighbors had heard the old man's cry and called the police. These three had come to ask questions and to search the house. I asked the policeman to come in. The cry, I said, was my own in a dream. The old man, I said, was away. He had gone to visit a friend in the country. I took them through the whole house, telling them to search it all, to search well. I led them finally to the old man's bedroom. As if playing a game with them, I asked them to sit down and talk for a while. My easy, quiet manner made the policemen believe my story. So they sat talking with me in a friendly way. But although I answered them in the same way, I soon wished that they would go. My head hurt, and there was a strange sound in my ears. I talked more and faster. The sound became clearer, and still they sat and talked. Suddenly I knew that the sound was not in my ears. It was not just inside my head. At that moment I must have become quite white. I still talked faster and louder, and the sound, too, became louder. It was a quick, low, soft sound, like the sound of a clock heard through a wall, a sound I knew well. Louder it became, and louder. Why did the men not go? Louder and louder I stood up and walked quickly around the room. I pushed my chair across the floor to make more noise, to cover that terrible sound. I talked even louder, and still the man sat and talked and smiled. Was it possible they could not hear? No, they heard. I was certain of it. They knew. Now it was they who were playing a game with me. I was suffering more than I could bear from their smiles and from that sound. Louder, louder, louder. Suddenly I could bear it no longer. I pointed at the boards and cried, Yes! Yes, I killed him! Pull up the boards and you shall see. I killed him, but why does his heart not stop beating? Why does it not stop? That was fun. (laughs) He's a crazy person. Oh, he is a crazy person. That was good. Thank you. He should have taken his own heart out, because apparently that's what gave him away. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Was that a rewritten Edgar Allan, like, didn't have as many old words as I thought it would have. Um, it was still the he was still in the same in the twentieth century, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah this so was, this was like early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. The poetry words and stuff that he always used. I don't know. And I pulled this one off of the uh, the American English know, it's, uh, it's, dot it's, gov it's site. Not super, okay. It's not super flowery. Not his stuff. Yeah. So. I mean, the Raven's a little bit more flowery, but not. Well, yeah. When you do the maybe New York. if it was a lot more flowery, he would have had some money before he died. <laughs> it, whenever you do the New York Times crossword puzzle, it's like this word to Poe, and like it's always some fucking word that I have no clue what it would be. I I don't know. Okay, all it's right. The only word it would be nevermore. No. Nevermore. Or rapping. Nobody ever says rapping at my door. All right. I, I would know what the, I. I, I would know what it. that means, but no one ever says it. Well, that's because, yeah. Yeah, nobody says rap unless they're talking about rap. I blame rap music. Yeah, it's all rap music's <laughs> fault. It really is. He's beatboxing. That's that at my do- door knocking music. <laughs> uh, uh. My God, who is out there rapping at the door? At this hour? <laughs> uh. Turn it down. 
All right. Um, well, I think we can wrap it up, guys. Oh, if I can. There it goes. My computer went to sleep. <clears throat> well, guys, uh, thank you for joining us and listening to our stories. That was, I don't know, it's something well, we had they weren't early our stories. Well, no, they weren't our stories. Our telling of some stories. How's that? All right. Um, if you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash blindnewstudios and become a patron today. Or uh, if you're going to do any Amazon shopping, Christmas is coming up, and we know you're going to do a bunch of shopping on Amazon. So click on our the Amazon link at the bottom of our homepage first, and then do your Amazon shopping as normal, and it really helps us out. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewstudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewstudios, or you can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>